So after a heavy dose of Bears talk recently here on Lakeshore Sports, we're going to transition a little bit and talk about the status of one Lonzo Ball for the Bulls. Um, Lonzo, at the time of recording this podcast, has gone through his second surgery um, Mm -hmm. on his knee. And it's just, you know, Tyler, getting all these updates about Lonzo Ball. You know, we think he's progressing. You know, he takes one step forward and then it seems like two steps back and here we are again, not really knowing when we're going to be able to see Lonzo Ball back on the court for the Bulls this season. Yeah, it's concerning. Um, let's go through the timeline real quick. I mean, just backing up, January, he, he comes out with this knee injury, and we are told as fans that he's going to be back in four to six weeks. He'll be back by March. And we're like, okay, you know, that sucks. I mean, we all knew Lonzo Ball is injury prone, but here we are. And then uh, then comes March, and they're like, you know what? He'll be back to the beginning of the playoffs. We're like, okay, that's a little weird. And next thing we know, they're like, actually, you know what? He's not going to be back at all the rest of the season. And we're like, okay, what's going on? So we go into the offseason with a lot of uncertainty, and we think, you know, okay, um, maybe they'll just, he's got three, four months. He's got a long offseason to figure this out, and he's got a full-on medical team. He'll figure it out. And what's scary is he's gone these last four or five months, however long this offseason's been, with this medical team and with the Bulls being very open with Lonzo. And Lonzo's been very open with them. Their teams have been working together. And he said the best top medical uh, people around him that he could have, professionals that he could have, and they still don't really know what's going on, right. dude. It's, and it's very scary of me. Like, and just listening to Lonzo the other day talk about it and talking about oh, it hurts to walk up the stairs. Right. And I haven't played basketball since January. I... I, I, first of all, I give Lonzo a lot of credit. He did injured players are not required to speak to the media, mm-hmm. and he spoke to the media and he was open and honest and transparent. Which, I mean, fans can complain all they want, like, "Oh my goodness, that's not what I wanted to hear." But at least you heard it, and at least you got transparency uh, from your point guard because he didn't have to do that. So I give him a lot of credit for that. But that being said, my level of concern for Lonzo Ball is ridiculously high um, coming into the season. I. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know where he stands. Last I heard, the surgery uh, went well. Um, as, as we're recording this podcast right now, they, they say they're optimistic that he could be back this season. But the fact that we're even talking about that after a full offseason, right. I appreciate them doing their due diligence and AK saying, hey, you know what? I'm not looking to – we're not look, we, we tried to avoid surgery at all costs. That's why we, we, we ramped him up. And every time we ramped him up, some days were good, some days were bad. And we just try. They, they went the rehab route first, and I appreciate that. I appreciate them not just diving into surgery, but now here we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like you said. The, the worst thing about listening to his media session the other day was the fact that he isn't able to do just the everyday things. And you know, he's saying, "I literally cannot run. I cannot jump." Like, yeah, that concerns me because, like, okay, now he's had a second surgery, third, second surgery with the Bulls, third overall surgery on the same knee. On the the same knee. Yeah. I mean, that is maybe not career ending, but that is, you know, it's hard to bounce back to be the player you were before all of this, these kind of things happen, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, it it is concerning. And like you said as well, nobody really knows what's going on. Like he, he mentioned at one point when they were taking a look at, you know, his ailment and they're saying, yeah, it even surprised the doctors a little bit. Yeah. Like, it doesn't seem like that is, you know, the prognosis for somebody who's going to be back on the court mm-hmm. in just a couple of months, basically. You know, the yeah. second half of the season, like, which is just sad and bad to hear because we saw 
the dip in the level of play of the Bulls once Lonzo Ball was taken out of the lineup last year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, somebody is, you know, the Bulls are going to have to find a way to fill in for everything Lonzo brings to this team. For sure. You know, whether it be defense, whether it be the outside shot lot, like that is stuff that, you know, was very evident that it was lacking. And, you know, that's that's not easily replaceable, obviously. Not just not the Bulls, just in the NBA in general. So absolutely. Yeah. And you, you hit it right in the head. They didn't I feel like the Bulls didn't do a lot to address what Lonzo brings. And then again, where can you find a player out there that brings what Lonzo brings? Like right. all the aspects. So they they brought in Dragic and they brought in other pieces, but what the Bulls struggle without Lonzo perimeter defense. He yep. was he was their one of their most important defenders on the perimeter. Um and now he, so now they're going to be struggling there. He was the quarterback of this offense, and that's, I mean, like he ran, yeah, like you said, what they wanted to do, they wanted to run through Lonzo, and now yep. they have to figure out a way to take him out of the equation and still be successful. But I mean, in terms of, I mean, we'll move on a little bit, Jimmy, but yeah. like, let me get your opinion on this. I kind of stayed in mind a little bit, but how important is Lonzo to this team uh, moving forward, like this season? Yeah, I mean, I would make an argument and we'll get into, you know, why I think this may be a little bit more in our Bulls preview, but I think as Lonzo goes, goes, so does the Bulls team. Yeah. I don't think it's very far-fetched to say that, you know, what he brings to the table is the most imp- is the most important piece to this team. And that's not to discredit the superstars that, you know, Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan are, but to be able to, you know, rise to the occasion of some of these other big one, two, three punches in the Eastern Conference, like, it sounds a lot better having Lonzo Ball in there than it would be having even Vucevic in there or mm-hmm. Patrick Williams along with, you know, uh, Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan. So, yeah, I mean, I'd say Lonzo is, in a way, the most important piece to this team. I'm not yeah. really afraid to say that. I don't know if you would necessarily agree with that, well, but it's it's, it's hard. It, like we said a zillion times, it's hard to replace everything that he brings. He's a, he's a very well-rounded player. He's the best two-way player they have on this team. There's, yep, there's people that you win with and there's people that you win because of and Lonzo's one of those guys you win because of right. what he does and what he brings and like he's not a stat stuffer I mean he's averaged what 13 5 and 5 last year and 35 games played I think he played 55 games the Pelicans of the previous year uh, I just checked on the stats so that's why I know these uh, <laughs> it was like 14 points five assists but like he does the little things he reminds me I mean not verbatim but like okay a guy like Joakim Noah okay mm-hmm. and this is a very weird comparison but Joakim Noah wasn't a guy that stuffed the staff sheet but you won because of him he what he brought he did the little things right now Lonzo does different things than what Joakim does and he's a different type of player and a different personality uh, <laughs> I don't know if anyone matches the Joakim personality <laughs> but he he does the little things right he like you said he defends he he facilitates the offense. Yeah. He communicates and he pushes the ball down the floor. When when Lonzo gets the ball, he's not walking it up the floor. Gets set up and half. Yeah. It's they were running at the they beginning of the last floor, season. It, yeah. Absolutely, it was the young bulls running gun. And um, yeah, I uh, I'm, that's what concerns me is this team's overall identity is kind of built in what Lonzo does, and the fact that they're going to be without him for so so long or throughout the entire season. What's their identity going to yeah. be, and can they they can they keep that identity, or what are they? That's what they're going to have to figure out. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a stat that I'm looking at on Twitter right now, which I don't even know how they're able to really come up with this, but it's a stat that basically basically reflects the space and the open man that Lonzo was able to find. He was the best at creating space for both himself mm-hmm. and his teammates for the games that he was on the floor last year, and 
you know, that we saw that was, you know, we were not good at creating that, you know, pushing the ball up the floor, you know, driving the hoop and swinging it out to the wing. Like, you know, we have guys that can do that, but Lonzo is pretty much the master at those crafts on this team. And, you know, the thing that concerns me the most about Lonzo Ball's injury, yes, the injury itself is alarming, but, you know, now we're left with what? So, Tyler, I want to ask you kind of what is your overall perception of the current point guard situation on this team? Like, are you are you nervous about where this team is headed with their point guard room? Like, are you – who do you want to see as a starting point guard? Just, like, give me your overall thoughts on, you know, you know with Lonzo on the shelf for at least a couple months. Like, what are we going to be able to do to try and replace that? I am very nervous about our point guard room. Yeah. And it sounds weird to say because we have a lot of point guards. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, Kobe White, not a natural point guard. We've tried it. We've seen it tested. Yeah. And it's not – that's not what he is. He's, he's, a, he's a hot streak shooter. And that's what – that's okay. That's mm-hmm. okay. That's his identity. But he's not a point guard. Io is a point guard. And he's a very serviceable point guard. But he's still very young. He showed turnover prone. Uh, he's turnover prone last year. Um, he's, he definitely helps out defensively and he can definitely facilitate a little bit, but not at Lonzo's level, but I mean, we're not expecting him to be that. I, so I don't fully trust Io DeSumo unless he took a jump this offseason, which maybe he did because that, that kid puts in work. Even Zach Levine talked about the rookies in the gym first and the rookies in the gym last, like that's who he was. And yep. that was really cool. So maybe he did progress, but I don't feel comfortable with Io DeSumo as a starter. I don't feel comfortable with Kobe White as a starter. Goran Dragic, if you would have asked me three years ago, do I feel comfortable with him starting every game? I would, yeah, yeah, I love yeah. Goran Dragic. I thought he was solid. I, I thought he's a very good point guard. He was a very good point guard. Um, and then last year, we saw him take a step back with the Brooklyn Nets. And I felt like, yeah, I, fe- I don't feel like he's at that level that he was. I don't think he's going to be a serviceable I, I, he could he could be serviceable, but I don't think he's he, definitely in the twilight years of his he is. career, and he, it seems like he has been now for like a little. It, it's weird. But. That being said, the Bulls promised him twenty to twenty five minutes a game off the bench, if we yeah. remember. So I mean, I guess that kind of tells him that he was the backup. So naturally, he will be the starter. So yeah. I don't know. It's to be seen with Goran Dragic. I mean, if he could just go out there and score ten points a game and facilitate and get like five assists, I'll be yeah. happy with that. Yeah, but that being that. said, I'm not. I'm not optimistic at all about the point current point guard situation. Yeah, I mean, I actually, I'm going to take it. I actually want to see Io as a starting point guard, just yeah. because. Well, I'm. I've just. I have not been a Kobe White fan for pretty much as long as he's been in the system and with the Bulls. Like, yep. he just hasn't shown me enough to prove that he's a reliable shooter, a reliable def- like defender. Like both both ends of the court, like this, don't seem like he is strong at mm-hmm. either. So it's like, okay, we're not really putting him in there for his offense because he's not providing that consistently enough. I mean, he has his games where he's nailing shot after shot, but yeah. there's few and far between. And then we're definitely not seeming to keep him in on the defense. So like, okay, what are we actually getting? We're just getting an average player on both ends. Like that's just not going to cut it when you're trying to replace a guy of Lonzo Ball's caliber. Now mm-hmm. I do understand though why maybe the Bulls were a little bit, you know, because Kobe White's name came up in a lot of trade rumors this past offseason and, now it makes a little bit more sense maybe as to why the Bulls were a little bit reluctant to move a guy like him because maybe yeah. they knew that Lonzo Ball, this was going to turn into what it has now turned into as a long-term injury. He's going to be out for possibly a year, mm-hmm. at least maybe by the time we see him. So yeah. it makes sense to have some insurance back there. But, you know, and, and I think, you know, we haven't even mentioned Alex Caruso yet to be yeah. possibly a fit in that role, but I think he's just a much better 
he's much better off of the bench. I, I don't think yep. Alex Caruso can just come in and be that your starting point guard. I don't think that's a role that necessarily suits him. So I, the thing that concerns me a little bit the most about Io is that, you know, he had a, had a really, really good rookie season. Mm-hmm. It seemed like he faltered a little bit at the end. Yeah. So I don't want that to turn into a sophomore slump of some sort. If he gets shoved into a role too quick, that stunts in a way his development. But at the same time, I look at him as being the best option on both sides of the court again, because like you mentioned, we're going to have Dragic coming in off the bench. Mm-hmm. Like he's going to be able to provide a lot of support to a guy like uh, Io if he's in the starting lineup. So I just, I think that I've seen enough development so far for Io to say that I wouldn't be opposed to throwing him out there as a starting point guard, but like, I'm just worried as to what that might look like because he started, you know, his fair amount of games last season, uh, you know, for the Bulls. So he's been in that role a little bit before, but full time, at least until Lonzo gets back is a question that has yet to be answered. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't feel confident. It seems like, you know, for the Bulls who do not have a dominating, dominating big in their lineup or a guy that you can just feed the ball to down low and just let him go to work. You need somebody on the point, basically not necessarily running the show, but with the ability to, to take over. Yeah. Um, and it just doesn't seem like the Bulls have that right now. That being said, um, I do think that, you know, having a fully healthy Zach Levine will help off, help offset Absolutely. some of the loss of Lonzo Ball. Because, you know, for the whole second half of last season, he was not himself. Like, and he still put up a lot of good numbers. But mm-hmm. he was just not, he was not playing at near the level that we're used to seeing him. So I think that has to be taken into account a little bit. Um, Absolutely. Kind of discussing this. So. I 100% agree. I think... And I'm not saying that Bulls season's lost now that Lonzo's gone. And right. we could talk about that in the Bulls preview coming up. But I think, yeah, like you said, Zach had a let, nagging knee injury the entire year. Through mm. that whole box series, he was hurting. And yeah. he still averaged 25 a game. Like, that's who Zach Levine is. Now he's healthy. Now he's springing. Right. Now he's jumping. He's speedy. Bulls can still be some this year yeah. with him. I, th- I think Zach's going to take a humongous step forward. I do too. Um, and But we'll, we'll talk about that at a later date. That Absolutely. Being, but that being said... <laughs> Um, yeah, I agree. Lonzo's key to this offense. Maybe they run a little more with Vooch out of the high post, have them facilitate out of there. I can see that being an option, um, rather than just doing it from the top of the key with Lonzo. Uh, but I, uh, yep, like I said, not optimistic without Lonzo Ball, yeah. um, at the starting role, but we'll see, man. Either way, guess who's watching the Bulls? This <laughs> I, I'll, I'll be watching. <laughs> you gotcha. Well, I mean, what is it now? Just, uh, Less, it's got almost like a week now for next, the first preseason next week's game. preseason preseason game yeah, and October sixth. If I'm watching like I have the first two Blackhawks preseason games for a team that's going to be awful, you know I'll be watching mm, the Bulls exactly <laughs> the Bulls preseasons games. So you know we're really we're really hoping at least that you know we can see Lonzo Ball at some point throughout the season because you know if it, that's what it takes, you know if we get him activated maybe in the second half. Hopefully he's there down the stretch for a playoff run, and they can maybe be last season in reverse. The Bulls get hot at the right time instead of kind of stumbling through the second half. Um, yeah. You never know. So, yeah. I mean, trying to look at all the silver linings here. But, you know, we're hoping for the best for Lonzo. Um, we know how pivotal he is to the success of this team. Um, but for now, Bulls kind of got to make uh, make do with what they got. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll be watching. There's no doubt about that. Just a couple weeks away now from regular season Bulls basketball. Time has really gone by pretty quick this offseason, it seems like. but. We're ready. So we're ready. We'll be watching. (laughs) Yep. Stay tuned. Preview coming up. Oh yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yep. Bulls preview coming soon. So stay tuned. We'll be uh, we'll be back soon here with uh, more Bulls talk here on Lakeshore Sports. 